0: I'm talking about millions of dollars. What would you do if you had a million dollars? Tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man.
3: We're living in a material world and I am a material girl or boy. Well,
0: what about you now? What would you do? Besides two chicks at the same time? Well, oh, yeah. Nothing. Nothing, huh? I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke, don't do if f- I had a
1: Getting down Saxon and Jacks. a minute. And we're huh? on the board. SB futures up they are up twenty one seventy five. Nasdaq futures up one twenty two. Big news is uh, Netflix is getting more subscribers. They were up twenty some dollars, now they're up forty eight. That's ten percent. Up, up and away, Kevin. There is no tree. that can't grow to the sky. Wait till this guy on Elvis Centauri starts getting some leaves in his face. He's not gonna like it.
4: Up up and away in my beautiful balloon?
1: Yeah. Up up who was that? That was a
4: uh, Fifth Dimension, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um Wow, fifth dimension. Talking about a. They thought the world was gonna be great, huh? Remember? We're reaching the age of Aquarius. What happened to that one?
4: Um we kind of blew by it.
1: Yeah, yeah. The uh um pretty interesting stuff. The uh we have uh you know, and I, I wish well I understand why they're doing it because they don't want to give me the numbers. But uh, we've talked once in a while on the show, not often, about how money supply numbers used to come out weekly. And I believe, I don't know whose idea it was, uh, Kevin, but the Biden administration said we're not going to do that anymore. It's going to be monthly. But, oh, by the way, it's not only going to be monthly, but it's going to be like five weeks after the month or four weeks after the month. So December uh, just came out on January 23rd. So well, not only we're not getting weeklies, we're not getting anything anywhere near timely. Now when I say we, I mean the schlumps like you and me and the listers. because if you, if, if you don't know it, we're part of the schlumps. You know it, I don't know, hope all the listeners know that as well. We are part of the, the great unwashed, even though we may not think we are. Now to anybody to think that all the people working for the Fed even the hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands that are working from home or doing God knows what from home. Does anybody really think these numbers aren't still being calculated, Kevin? And that no one knows them except some little guy in the Fed somewhere in New York or St. Louis or someplace that refuses to tell anybody until the 23rd of the next month?
4: Are you sure nobody's calculator broke and maybe that's why they stopped?
1: Um, well, they just came out yesterday with the, the numbers from uh, December. Uh, for those of you who might be Naive enough to think that the Fed is actually, when when Paul, you know, and the thing of it is, this <laughs> is so bizarre, Kevin. I, I spotted it. I s- said it. You know, I'm not one of these guys on TV that says, you know, I figured this all out. The October or whatever it was November meeting, when Paul came out with the total tone change. We got a little longer, but I'm going to say not long enough. I mean, there is no such thing as long enough here. And we should have put. don't I hear that all the time? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's but it's uh, there is no such thing. I mean, we we have we're on a pace now. The last two months, the money supply has been up. We'll see. In October, to November, it's up uh, um, fifty-five billion, and from November to December, we're pushing a hundred billion dollars. So 100 billion dollars a month is a trillion two a year. That's that's, you know, what what is that? That's on a on a 20 trillion dollar number. That's six percent, right? Roughly. Hey,
4: where do we have our six rate cuts?
1: Yeah, and uh, and now, well, I mean the 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 money supply is all part of the rate cuts. And the weird well, part no, of it no, is is.
4: I mean that, that's what I mean. We're already yeah, yeah. with the rates where they are. We're already uh, uh, pumping it up, and and then. We're going to cut
1: rates. Well, the, the problem with that comes is that actually yesterday the interest rates now uh, we're down a little bit today. The long-term rates, if inflation is here to stay at three and four and five and six percent, whatever the number ends up happening to be, you're not. You someplace somewhere the bond market. How can I make this? This is this is a two-step transaction from the Fed, and now they're not doing the two-step. This is the weird part of it, Kevin two three years ago, four years ago, they not only increased the money supply by a boatload, they also increased the Fed's balance sheet, which means they went out and bought all the bonds. So if you, if you tried to short them, you basically got it stunt, stuck where the sun don't shine. So what they're doing now is they're increasing the money supply, but the federal balance sheet is actually coming down. Now a lot of that is mortgages running off and stuff just running off. And they're not buying as much. Because the stuff on the balance sheet is not there forever. If they buy a bunch of mortgages and people move or die or whatever they do. We
5: pay them off for whatever
1: reason. Yeah, yeah. The, the balance sheet continues to shrink. So you have to constantly keep buying. So now what they're doing is they're pushing money into the market, into, into the system, but they're not buying as much for the balance sheet as they were before. Which means that the long-term rates, people are not going to be as afraid to go long the bonds because the the fed's not i mean uh, go short the buy because the feds are not buying from you, so what you 're going to see is they may in fact lower the short term rates this year from five and a half to say four seventy five or something but you're going to see the long term rates continue to go up because the long term rates ought to be whatever the long term estimate is for inflation plus whatever the real rate of interest is so we might see ourselves at the end of the year or the end of two years with the short-term rates back to 4.75 or 4.5 from 5.5 and, and you might see long-term rates at like 7 or something. Anybody think that that's going to make a difference in the in the market level? Uh, sorry, because it, it will do it. Someday, somewhere, it will do it. Because right now there's abs- people are thinking, especially younger people, that no matter what, the cost of money is nothing. That's been that way in my lifetime and I understand why they feel that way. I mean, because it's been that way their whole life we got. You know, or sort of their whole business life. But this is, this is becoming a really weird spot we're in here. And look at this Netflix. I did some calculations last night, which of course now are no good because it's up another 20 bucks. But I got, th- I got the thing at, uh, what, 50 times earnings now? 49, 50. Now this is, this is a company that didn't just start yesterday. This is, a, this is a, a essentially a mature, mature company. Now they claim that they've got 13 million new subscribers because they're not letting you share with your family now. When we're talking about seven times. You know, those stocks are seven times revenue. That that is a real, real lot for a for a for a company. I'm not. I'm saying short. It got to be to short it last night. Up twenty bucks. You got twenty five hours stuck up your behind. So I, mean, I, I you can't short this stuff. But but you have to be somewhat aware. That's why I was I was talking yesterday a little bit about. You know, um, you know, there, there are some listeners out there that have pretty decent portfolios that are kind of stuck in the last three or four year market and I and that I don't think they have anybody to talk to I don't think they have a a traditional sort of broker which of course every lamb base on TV um, but a broker is really somebody who knows more than you do about the business and somebody to talk to that's what a broker is and we, we might as well lamb based all doctors because we have the internet right okay just go to find out what's wrong with you and prescribe yourself <laughs> Anyway. actually
4: you know where you go on the internet is you get uh, live streaming uh, medical care
1: yeah yeah so which,
4: h- which to a point is is okay and is you know in in terms of rural practice of medicine is going to be a godsend but
1: um well but, I, oh, I would agree well, but in, but in if if you've had your money with you know big cap Bob for four years you've done very well well, but now all of a sudden, interest rates are changing, things are changing, prices are higher. Uh, maybe you've made a real lot of money, which is terrific, by the way, and maybe you've got an unbalanced portfolio. Okay, are you really going to talk to Big Cap Bob about maybe changing that up a little bit? He's going to say no, right? That's all he does. And i, I you know, it, it, we're we're looking for maybe five to seven to ten new clients. That's kind of it. If if they're if they're people that need. Different amounts of help takes a t- takes a while, Kevin. You know, we don't need we don't need fifty people. Um, you know I don't have to. <laughs> it's, it's way it's way it's a lot of work on our end. It's why nobody wants to do it. I had a way back in the day we do, were doing a seminar in Las Vegas. We weren't doing it; these other people were. And they asked me to speak, and uh, we we're talking about uh, well, just investing in general, and a little bit about options, and and uh, so I go, I said, "What do you guys think about they just came out with the electronic." You know, people you trade your own yourself online. And I said, uh, what uh you guys like online brokerage? And they go, Yeah, it's great. And I said, well, why do you like it? And the one guy raises his hand, he goes, It's terrific. I don't have to talk to my broker. And I said, Okay, that's one man's opinion about why it's here. The guy goes, What what other reason could there be? I said, Well, the other reason is the broker doesn't have to talk to you. <laughs> I said, <laughs> does any, anybody get think that this is this is for the client for God's sake <laughs> I mean it, it is it is stunning to me Kevin how how people intelligent people actually think there's such a thing as free brokerage well, the, nobody does anything for free where do you think the money's coming from
4: No, uh, it, it 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 isn't free it is is it for the client well it could be if it's for some clients anyway. Um, and because if you run a business that doesn't really take care of customers it's not going to last but um, but that, that's beside the point I, I think I want to go back to, to Netflix and and I don't know you know that it applies to them uh, but I, I think it's very obvious that the delivery of entertainment for lack of a better uh, term that that whole uh World is changing. I mean, we got—you know—they got what? 23 million people watched the Peacock game, um, and and while that's not close to what over the air gets you, um, it is far and away a record for for streaming. So, you know, good for them. What that does, though, is it tells me that this is all shaking out in some kind of way, and that if we look five years down the road and ten years down the road, something's going to be—it's all going to be very, very different from what it is today. Uh, and and I, I don't think that's I don't think that's a deep thought what is interesting is that maybe the uh, Gartner group type of logic on some of these that they apply to some of the technology companies makes a lot of sense and that is one is what's their vision what's what's a Netflix versus an NBC versus or NBC slash Comcast uh, with peacock or um, uh, YouTube or whomever what's What's their vision of the of where the market is and where their role what their role is gonna be? And is that a really good, well thought out, complete and reasonable vision, one that's likely to happen. So that's part one. And part two is does the company have the ability to pull it off? You know, it's its ability to execute. And you know, I don't know that there's that much thought process behind the high valuations of some of these companies, but I suspect that to some degree there is, and that that's what's behind it. Are they reasonable valuations? I have no idea whatsoever. Um, You know, is is there, you know, it's it's never been reasonable before.
1: (laughs) Well, what's the, the, the issue comes is that these are not, you can understand this, I've been in the business a long time, and I've read a lot about business before I got here, there's always been somewhat I use the term I, I could say the term crazy but it's not really crazy Kevin because nobody really knows how to value something until it until it actually is is there for a few years and you see what they're actually making and mm-hmm. I mean uh, I and mean if you look at uh, railroads and if even the what was it who was the first TV company was it NBC I think it was wasn't it they were the first TV first uh, Network on TV, closely followed. I'll, I'll
4: take your word for it. Yeah,
1: I think I think NBC. I think that was, was the uh, the high had the highest stock price before they actually launched, and then you know then it was very, and when it came down once they actually figured out what the what the revenue and profit was going to be. Then it was never it never crashed or anything. I don't think. But railroads were the same way. I mean, as soon as they actually started running <laughs> on the rails and so forth. How much they were going to make? A lot of times, the prices came flying down, it, it, because it's very difficult. How much is something going to be worth? That's new. I mean, those that could be anybody's idea. But I'm not sa- going to say I'd be the so first.
4: So again, I go back to okay, where it, it's new. Do they have the prevailing vision? Do the you know when when we go back to the days of um, uh, recorders? Um, uh, there there was the. Uh, um, the video. What, what were the uh, uh, tapes? Uh, VHS. Yeah, VHS. And, and, and Beta. You know, clearly Beta didn't have the right vision um, for for whatever reasons, and I I forget. I've read some stuff about it, but I've forgotten all about what you know what really killed it. But nevertheless, that's uh, you know that you know obviously one of them won and the other one didn't. When you're looking at the streaming world, um, and you talk about ability to execute, look no further than CNN. CNN tried to start up its streaming service and they had to pull the plug on it in a matter of weeks because it was such a miserable failure they did not have any ability whatsoever to execute which would give you no confidence in, in their ability to do it going forward um, whereas Netflix started out as a company that was sending you DVDs um, in, in via the mail and and pretty seamlessly made the transition over to streaming you you would think that as a company, that it has, it does have the ability not just to execute, but to change, um, to to flow with the market, see where it's going, and to adapt quickly and be successful in there. So, you know, I, I guess when there's the hard financial look at a company, and and that's important, but there is also a strategic look at a company like that that you have to factor in there and. I am sure the market has its darlings. I'm just not sure that the mark, you know, where the markets uh, and the investors are going to be right and where they're going to be wrong.
1: Well, the right now the market has a pile of money landing on the desk every morning from the Fed again. Okay, so every every mistake is going to be to the upside at least for a while. You know, I mean, it has been for the last eight to ten weeks, and I don't see it stopping here if, if they're doing what they're doing. But this whole area, Kevin, is so wishy-washy, I mean, we could give a class, and and we're not even, I'm sure, I'm not an industry expert, we could give a class on, okay, if you decide you're going to have original, now Netflix went from the, the, you know, whatever, giving you stuff in the mail to all of a sudden having a lot of stuff where you could get uh, essentially on demand that's not on TV anymore or or older movies, okay, now the the question is, now how do you get new content? Well, new content is either new shows or it's sports, right, or something like that, or news or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's,
4: it's either live content or it is, um, uh, got to produce it yourself. Right, so
1: now if you're going to produce it um, and you and, and the thing is halfway decent, uh, you're going to end up, on say, on free TV, you're going to sell a certain amount of advertising and you're going to have money right out of the gate. Now you say, okay, the Sopranos, we're not going to go on free TV, we're going to make people pay for it. Right, so HBO is in a lot of people's homes, and now they have to have new content on there, or people, are, or you can just cancel it. You you can't cancel your ABC. or well, your yeah, can I, I,
4: I got I, you know, the week after the Sopranos ended, my HBO.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so now you have now so you have uh, Netflix, and you have these other ones, and Audrey's got. Uh, tell we were watching last week was it Firestick or something? I'm watching, you know, Bosch, which is. It's almost the same show as uh, Chicago PD, but it's different. It's in L.A. Uh, same thing, politics, police, the usual stuff. Although, once in a while you get to see a toy shirt or a swear word. But that's other than that, it's the same thing. It's on free TV, pretty much. It's got to be the same writer. But it's good. I like the show. But now, all of a sudden, uh, she's paying whatever for the fire stick. Is it $5 hours a month, $10 hours a month? I don't know. Now, all of a sudden, if they don't have something new. But, no, but now they're foregoing the commercial. Okay, there is no commercial in the thing. So now all of a sudden they've got a, they actually have to, however, it's got to cost them $4 million a show, $3 million a show, whatever it costs on this stuff these days. And it's, for that amount of money now, they have to have enough people that send them $5 a month or $7 a month instead of having you know, uh, Budweiser having an ad right there or, or whatever drug is of the drug of the day. So it's it's a different model. I think people in the NFL are still furiously trying to figure out whether or not they made out on that game or not. Because uh, if you said 23 million people watched it, is that half, is that two-thirds of the, of the normal group that would want to watch that game? Let's
4: it say is. Here, let me, let me get it. Um, I, 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 it's not close to the, uh, uh, the biggest regular season game. Um, it is, where did I put this?
1: Um, well it's not so much I'm sure the NFL made out because if somebody paid I'll just pick two stupid numbers out of the air if somebody paid $20 million for that game whoever it was somebody plus and all of a sudden their commercial revenue went down 30% um, so in other words their, their total nut was higher even with the decreased commercial revenue they're probably happy now the question is did the did the people who uh, made people sign up for it to get it now the twenty million dollars or whatever the number was they paid did they get that back in subscriptions that people didn't call right after the game and cancel so it seems like there's a, there's a there's some money flying around here Kevin that you, either you're either going to get it one way or the other and i I don't know that that uh, a if you have an original content you're not better off. You know sending it the CBS on a, on a Thursday night and having a really good hour show that you know you're gonna get how much per commercial or whether you're gonna be part of this you know how many how many companies can do this original stuff themselves, buy it and do a streaming thing? I mean it it seems like a really tough business, doesn't it?
4: yeah I, I agree. so it was it was about eighteen million viewers on the uh, Thursday night games um, on on average. So twenty three million was a big spike up um, in uh, uh, in terms of viewership for Peacock. Now, as far as the NFL, it's just baked into their contract. I, the, the Notre Dame NBC contract is the same thing. They they pay x you know x amount of money per um, per season, and uh, they and they have the right to put a game on Peacock. Uh, uh, you know once a year in the in the Notre Dame contract. So I'm sure the contract with the NFL is some you know along those lines is when they negotiated what they're going to pay there's no extra no low. So the NFL is making out what they're making out and it, that's, oh, but already, not, but not really. that's already baked in. So the real question is is it worth it for for NBC?
1: Well no it it's not. it's it's not just baked in. I mean it, it's not baked in because they they were on Peacock, they weren't on Fox, they weren't on CBS, they weren't on on ESPN. So whatever whatever the ESPN or Fox contract was, is minus a game. The other guys, I, I
4: understand that. Let me let's put it this way: it's all prepaid, right? Okay, it's all so known.
1: It's all known beforehand.
4: Yeah, it's, it's it's known beforehand. So that that's not really at issue. The issue is: is it worth it for Peacock? You know, just from a business standpoint. Um, you you know my opinion on that. If they want to do streaming, do streaming. Yeah. But just pick one. Just pick one so that you don't have to have people chasing them all over the place, and subscribing to multiple services. But uh, set that aside. The question is, was it worth it to Peacock? And it's like you said, how many people canceled? I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it for a month, whatever that costs, and then I'll cancel it. Did you know? Uh, but if you have to take it for a month. Are there people who are saying, "Well, as long as I have it, I might as well check out some of the other content." And if they decide they like some of the other content, maybe they'll stick around. I don't know the answer to that.
1: And, and they're, they're, they're of the
4: 23 million, how many are going to be there, you know, next month? I, and and I, you know, I don't know if that's going to be well, 2.3 million or if it's going to be 15 million? Who well, knows? I, I, you know that that'll be an interesting analytical.
1: Well, and, and, and it's every. I'll use an example to teach some economics. Every decision is an independent decision. I mean, you don't, we got to break here, but you don't, you don't know. S- say we all lived in the same neighborhood, Kevin, and s- instead of being disparate, and, no, and everybody's grumbling about this game. I might say, hey, I'll get the stupid game. Why don't, <laughs> why don't, yeah, 80, 80, the beer 80 knuckleheads come out over here, I'll cook some chili, bring some beer, and we'll watch it. Well, first of all, you can't even really get a count then, because you don't know that there's 10 people sitting there watching it in, in my living room. So the, your counts are all off, okay? So that, that part's a mess. And all of a sudden, the next day, I call up and I cancel it. Now, th- now the NFL is happy. The question is, because th- they must have got a little more from them than they would have got from CBS or ESPN, or else they wouldn't have tried it. So they must have got a little more from them. They sold advertising, and, and they had people. Now, did they have to take a big enough hit on the advertising to where the advertisers sure know the difference? Now, did they take a big enough hit on the advertisers to where they didn't make money, or they did. And now they're going to sit there and say, this was a really bad idea, or let's try two games next year. Um, and, and nobody seems to know what. Now the question is, the advertisers might have made out, because normally there's, you know, there's, there's two, two behinds in front of every TV set, and maybe the average in this one was four. Because everybody was at a bar, and everybody was at somebody else's house. So I mean, you, this, it takes a long time for this to work its way through. SB feature's up 21, NASA Futures up 127. Again, Netflix is the star this morning.
0: Be right back, stacks and Jacks.
1: that they will retain their relative value in the face of devaluation of paper currencies like the dollar. To be honest, I have never been a gold bug. I've always had faith that having enough dollars and a good investment strategy was good enough. Now I'm not so sure. Well, 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 back Stocks and jacks. I'm tomorrow. Andrew on the board. SP futures up 22. as NASDAQ features up 135. They really haven't changed much. I, like I said last night, uh, uh, Netflix went flying up. I, I think the straddle was. Uh, I don't think it was 40 bucks. I mean, it, uh, it was more like 30. I, you know, I actually, I could probably look and see. But I don't. Know. I think again, this is another one where the market has blown through where the market uh, where the market had it. So it's somewhat interesting. Uh, they grabbed the. Uh, where are we? we? We're at 538. Well, the 530 straddle was uh, 53. But, uh, so it's pretty close. Um, pretty close. Not not horrible. Horrible. Um, anyway, Dow futures up 76. Individual stocks in the Dow. Uh, Boeing uh, down a buck 210. It's still quite a bit up from the 199 it was. But now United Airlines is saying it's kind of less raw because they they're the biggest biggest people on the now not even produced yet. Uh, 737 max 10 the, the advanced one from the 9 that the door blew out and they're saying they want to, they can't want one out of those orders I guess because this is kind of their last straw with Boeing they claim the earnings came out the other day they were pretty good you know the airlines now are saying this quarter they might lose money because they got all these uh, number 9's grounded they have the biggest fleet of the 9's uh, so that's not good over in Europe we got the DAX up 205 that's 1.2% these guys have been very muted lately they have not followed us up but now the, today they are Footsie up 24.3%, CAC run up 608 Over in Asia, uh, we have the Nikkei down 291. They're still, you know, about as high as they've been in 30-some years. 36,227. Hang Seng up 545, 3.5%. Two days in a row now, they are almost back to 16,000. 15,899. Shanghai up 49, that's almost 2%. Or over 2800, eight hundred, twenty uh, eight twenty. This is with the um, rest of the stocks in Asia are pretty much down, but the Chinese stocks are up as they're... They claim they're putting the equivalent of like $500 billion into the stock market. So they're going to try and pump it up, like Arnold would say. Uh, yesterday, Dow was actually down 96, but the real market, say the real market, SP was up 14, NASDAQ up 65. We were up most of the day. Uh, bonds, 10 year down, 4 basis points, 4.11. It's still pretty high. The bund down, 3 basis points, 2.32. Japan up 7. you know that's 0.72 that Japan is up to as they continue to kind of loosen things up over there a little bit. Uh, oil down 29 cents 7408 Brent down 38 cents 7917 natural gas up 7 cents 252 Our Bob down a penny 219 we have gold uh, up 850 2034 trying to at least get back to the 2050 number uh kind of struggling to do that silver big move up 41 cents 1.8 again silver at 2222 the other day was a buy 2287 I didn't buy any though copper up 7 cents 387 uh, we have Bitcoin which has been going down, it's turned around today, up nine thirteen, forty thousand one four two. And the US dollar, which is kind of been all over the place, is now down today. The euro is up to one, almost back to one oh nine, one oh eight nine six. British pound one twenty seven three. So the dollar has really been so been making half a percent moves up and down a lot of days and that's that's weird. I mean that, that's I don't know if that's healthy, but it's it's weird. Andrew What do you have for Travis Weather Sports? A lot of traffic.
6: All right, yes there it is. It is uh, currently Wednesday, January 24th here in Chicago. It is 6.43 a.m. Uh, starting off a little bit of sports, uh, correct me if I'm wrong Tom, but I did not see a lot of our favorite teams playing. No, right. the we were not playing. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I have too much to report in terms of sports. Uh, but in terms of weather, things are finally getting better here in Chicago. We are currently at 36 degrees, and uh, although that ice is melting, we are getting a lot of fog in. Uh, but throughout the day we're gonna have some rain, and we're gonna have a high of 39 degrees. And again, we have a little bit of a warning for that fog, uh, uh, early into tomorrow morning. And over in Phoenix, they're currently at 53 degrees, they're gonna have a high of 64. A little bit of clouds, and a little bit of cool, and actually they have a little bit of a, uh, uh, fog warning out there as well. But Finally for Chicago traffic, as you mentioned we have a lot of it. Uh, nearly every inbound expressway is experiencing a little bit of delays uh, but most notably on the inbound let's see here inbound Kennedy uh, it's going east Milwaukee Avenue uh, an accident is blocking two left lanes. It's causing pretty heavy delays all the way back to about West Fullerton Avenue. Uh, and if you're coming in on the inbound 94 uh, Excuse me, from the south side. Expect delays from about, let's see, the ramp from I-55 to about 47th Street. And that's all I got for now. Back to you, Chief.
1: Um, I, uh, I sure as hell, well, I can say I don't want to do it, Kevin, but I, the New Hampshire primary, I don't really want to talk about it all that much. Why did, why did that buffoon have to take his entire victory speech marking Nikki Haley? The dress she wore and anything else? What is the point I, uh, of this? No, I
4: didn't watch it. Did you watch the whole speech?
1: I'm just, I'm reading the uh, parts of it here. Why, why would he even mention her? I mean, I, I don't, it's supposed to be about the future and about him and about the about the country, isn't it?
4: Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, wait
4: I'm pretty sure he talked about other things, too.
1: Um, okay. But he shouldn't have said anything like that.
4: Well, okay. I don't... Yeah. I, so what... To to quote one of our uh, great buddies, what'd you expect?
1: Okay, I guess... I guess if... if, if,
4: if, At at this point...
1: If I walk down the block every day and somebody runs out of a building and slaps me upside the head, I guess after five or ten days I've come to expect it doesn't mean I like it.
4: Yeah, yeah, I know. I understand. I'm not saying you should like it. Hey, uh, (laughs) I, I just don't get that it's noteworthy, though.
1: Um... I think anybody who who puts forth the effort to get in one of these campaigns, whoever they are, when nobody else wants to do it, uh, I I think there there needs to be some sort of appreciation for the effort put forth. That's just me. Um, Well,
4: a a different question. Um, What did Haley have to say about Trump last night?
1: I have no idea. Oh,
4: well, she kind of teed off on him,
1: too. uh, uh, I I don't think she bitched about his tie. Maybe she did. I don't know. Hey, uh, regarding what we were just talking about, you know, it's, it's, it's such a an odd, disparate world we're talking about when we talk about entertainment, um, Kevin. But it, a couple things of different people on the show and people I've talked to have have sort of, it almost, <laughs> who was, was on yesterday saying this is a business we should go into? You uh, know, there's, there's dip, uh, for me, for instance, I mean, obviously everybody knows I'm here early in the morning. I do my managed money thing all day. I talk to clients, uh, you know. Try and hit the health club, whatever. Maybe see some people for a while. When I get home, if there's a basketball game on or a baseball game on for a few hours, I'm happy. I prepare for the show, and, and it's bedtime. Um, you know, it's not it's not the world's greatest life, I guess, but except I really like the people I'm with, so I guess it is a great life. I like what I'm doing. Now Audrey, on the other hand, um, sometimes is working how many how many hours a day taking people, showing them houses, doing stuff you know, writing up contracts, talking to a attorney. I mean, sometimes her, 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 you know, she's so damn busy, you can't even, you know, you don't you can't even inter- interject, you know, i got to let the dogs out because you don't have time for that. And yet there are days when, you know, we have an ice storm, and she's locked in the house for eight hours during the middle of the day when there's nothing on TV. So she w- will have one of these things, like a fire sticks or something, and, and if she has nothing to do for five hours, she can watch stuff that she can catch up on. So her... her Entertainment thing, and she doesn't mind paying the five six bucks because there's going to be three days a month like that, um, and it's it, it it's kind of a different world. I, mean, I don't know how you, I don't know how you piece it all together. I don't know, if, I don't know that uh, one thing's for sure. It's, it's sort of like newspapers, Kevin. I just got my bill yesterday. I pay the Tribune eighty eight dollars a month for Sunday delivery and and for online, you know, which is, I think I should dump the Sunday delivery, but the I don't really want another bill from the Washington Post. I don't want a bill from the New York Times and the London Times. Yet, if there was somebody who had uh, a service that just, you know, and I don't know what percentage they'd have to give the, you know, the places they have to give and maybe they wouldn't want to. If there was a place where I could just go for newspapers and check off the ones I want online and have one bill and know right where it was coming from, I might be more, more likely to have the New York Times I don't want another 10 bills flying out of credit cards and I go, what the hell is this? Oh, yeah, 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 that's it. I mean, I, I mean Dan Jan, Dan Janitas mentioned it. He doesn't want 10 fight-hour bills that he doesn't even know what the hell they are coming from five different something-plus, something-else-plus, something-else-plus. I mean, is there is there some of that happening, too, or, or not?
4: Uh, I haven't seen it, which doesn't mean it's uh, not happening because, there, you know, in, in the past, there have been uh, aggregators who... Um,
1: Well, used to be cable, uh,
4: like Drudge used to do that, Um, you know. But but that was before there was as much subscription content as there is now.
1: Yeah, and it just seems like you almost have to be—it's an hour a month to manage manage your stuff if you're getting stuff. isn't that what cable was supposed to do? Isn't that what TV did? They 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 basically got ABC, NBC, and everybody else together and, and, and. you know, in one tower, isn't that was that what they did?
4: Well, and you know maybe the uh, maybe the move and the way maybe the way to make it attractive to the providers is um, that you give a menu and people can pick out five articles a day or ten articles a day. Um, and uh, you know so that th- if if you're good, they'll be picking all yours all the time, then you sign them up as the aggregator. I think you could probably. You know, brainstorm some decent ideas and uh, and come up with something that uh, that could make sense. So, uh, so when are we starting up the business?
1: I don't know. We'd have to. We may get Andrew, to, Andrew and his buddies to do that. They're good at this online stuff. Those guys. We'll just be investors, silent partners. Well, I'm not so sure you'd be silent.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, who's going to be silent
0: here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what? Uh, as we enter this, this this somewhat whole fray here, and we've got. It appears that that the Fed is. Here, here's my 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 concern when I talk this. I just said this about about uh, Trump, and obviously Biden has his issues as well. I if if there are we we're talking about this oh, the right, other you night. You
4: teed off on Trump yesterday. Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: I, I get it. I'm saying if, if if there are really people that are in charge, be it, be it big money, be it whatever it is, be it a clandestine group in someone in the basement of some hotel. I. I I'm starting to get the feeling, Kevin, and it's a real strong feeling, that between now and November, every single issue that you and I and a lot of people care about will not be talked about. It'll be 90% sniping back and forth between two idiots. And, uh, and I don't know that, I, one thing's for sure, I don't think inflation's going to be an issue, and it's coming right back. It's coming right back, and the Fed's bringing it on, and they pretty much told us that. But the idea is, if we can keep the numbers, the nominal numbers of the market and the economy up, that's good for, for really any administration, any current administration. And and if if we have to make that that call, we're going to do it because even though he's you know hanging hanging by a thread, in terms of honesty, neither of these two guys is any Jimmy Carter. And when I say that, uh, Jimmy Carter was was given the choice. Now he made the poor decision for himself, but he was given the choice of bringing Paul Volcker in when he did and, and uh, ratcheting down the money supply and basically throwing the economy into somewhat of a recession even though it sort of was already in it already. Um, or waiting a year till after the election. And he said something like the economy is more important than the election. Let's do it now, that's the right thing to do because people told him it would be worse if he waited a year. I'll tell you what, neither of these two guys running, as much as you might not like Jimmy Carter, would make that same decision. I don't think. And we're seeing it coming out in spades. Now the question is, if we have another 5-6% inflation more over the next year, um, how much more does that eviscerate our population? Do they even have a voice? Probably not. Is it the right thing to do? It is not the right thing to do, but that's right what's going to happen, Kevin. Now, we'll, hopefully we'll, we'll survive and we'll figure out a way to put some more money to work in the market in the right spots and, and be out of there the day before it goes the other way. Uh, that's the hope. But, I mean, these guys don't have I – mean, as much as nobody liked uh, a lot of about Jimmy Carter, kind of an odd duck, the fact is he was a pretty honest guy, and neither one of these guys is. And I got a problem with that, just saying.
4: Okay, I won't argue with you.
1: And I, I don't know how we get to the point where we want... Here's, uh,
4: here's, a, here's a different one. You can ponder this a little bit.
1: I will, I'm going to um, ponder it.
4: Because, because this, is, uh, this is inevitable that it's going to be these two guys. Now, I, I don't think it's as inevitable that it's going to be um, Biden because I do believe that once they feel that it's almost certain that he will lose... Um, that they uh, they will throw him under the bus. How many times have I said on here that his his corruption? It's not uh, it, it's not going to be because the right took him down. It's going to be because his own side took him down just to get him out of there. But the question gets to be, and this this becomes an interesting strategic question for uh, you know. Let's start with the easy one: the Republicans. Who is a vice presidential candidate uh, who would? actually, you know, help the appeal of a Donald Trump presidential ticket. So, you know, who, who's out there that would seem like, um, you know, a, a really good, really appealing vice president? Because that would also be probably the next person in line to run for president. So it's not going to be a Mike Pence this time around. It's going to be somebody else. Is it going to be, I, I doubt very seriously that it'll be Nikki Haley, Um, It could be, um, like, uh, you know, if it's a woman, it could be an Elise Stefanik or somebody like that. Um, But I I, I don't expect it to be be Nikki Haley. I don't know who else are out there for the candidates. It's not going to be uh, DeSantis or anybody like that. So, you know, I I don't know who it's going to be, but, you know, that's a one-time pick. Now, if you're on the Democrat side, um, one of the big drags that they have on their uh, uh, on their ticket right now is that nobody believes Biden is going to make it another four years. So, are, do you really want President Harris?
1: Yeah, they got to get rid of her. And,
4: and and how can you do that? How can they kick a black woman to the curb, especially if it's in in favor of someone like a Newsom, uh, a white man? I think that's going to be a really really tough uh, needle to thread for. Uh, uh, for the uh uh for the democrats so unless they get rid of biden i don't know how they uh, how they get rid of um
1: well, why just out of the blue i mean i know everybody th- there's pundits all over the place and everybody's an expert the, t- the same two guys run why does anybody think the the election is going to be any different especially if the stock market is is still up and the economy is allegedly in good shape why does anybody think the results are going to be different
4: cuz the economy won't be in good shape
1: uh it's Never.
4: not in good shape now to most people. Okay. And, and, and that's obvious. I mean, it's, it shows up in all the polling when they talk about why people voted the way they did, uh, especially in Trump's case, because they really do think the, uh, the, uh, the Biden version of the economy, whether it's all his fault or not, doesn't really matter. Um, the Biden version of the economy is terrible for most people, and, uh, um, and, and so and they're saying this. The other big thing is immigration is a big deal. It's a big deal in cities, but it's a big deal everywhere because everybody was the, you know, they, they talk a lot about the, uh, the governors, um, you know, from Florida, from Texas, and so on. they talk a lot about them sending people to the cities. But they're like 10 percent of the total that's been sent there. the Biden administration has sent everybody else. Um, and and they're they've been flying them around the country like crazy since you know since all of this uh, got out of control. And so immigration is a big deal too. And I don't know how there uh, you know how Biden's going to overcome that um, unless he just wants to completely shift gears between now and then and get things under control. But I don't you know that's that's not what his administration is doing. So you, you know your question gets to be for the Democrats is. If they keep Biden, how how can they finesse getting rid of Harris? If they uh, otherwise, if they dump Biden, who are they going to get? And I I think that's kind of an you know sort of an interesting thing as this all unfolds. Is where's this going to go? And I don't know the answer. I don't have a
1: clue. Yeah, I don't have a clue either. And it's uh, I just I just out of all the stuff we have, these should not be the biggest issues in the next nine months, but they are.
4: Which one should not be? The well, best I mean, and,
1: well, one one guy is is running to get himself out of court. And the other guy is running to keep himself out of court. <laughs> get, well, you know I mean? The, it,
4: well, I, you know, and I I absolutely do believe that that is part of uh, uh, part of why Biden feels like he has to run because if he loses control of the Justice Department, he's in big trouble.
1: <laughs> well, the whole idea that different presidents will bring a whole different way the Justice Department work. To me, that is scary as all get out.
4: Oh that yeah, it should be neutral, but it's not, so let's, you know, let, let, let's say, yes, it's scary, but you know, you got We got to throw out the assumption because it's, you
1: know... Well, it's, it's early yet, but who do you like this weekend? Is anybody going to beat San Francisco or Baltimore? Baltimore looks pretty darn tough to me.
4: I think the Lions are very capable of beating San Francisco. Um... I, I don't know if they will, and I, it's going to be you know, tougher for them playing out there, but I think the Lions are capable. You I th- really do like Baltimore's team.
1: Yeah, what did you think of the, uh, well, I won't say the loser, the wacky guy. It was on the score Sunday morning, I turned it on, and they have some site now where they they grade quarterbacks based on people's dropping balls and people's dropping interceptions and stuff, and they go every single play and see what whether it should have been a good play or a bad play, and... This guy was all ranting and raving. Wait till, wait till these guys come out. They're going to say Brock Purdy sucked. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I guess... Uh,
4: yeah, I watched him. I didn't think he was very good, but he was good on the last drive, so...
1: That's kind of all you need these days, but... Uh,
4: well, it, it could be, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I you know, I, do I think Brock Purdy sucks? No. Do I think he's... Uh, I mean, I know he's an MVP candidate and all that. He's not going to win it. No. I know he's an MVP candidate, but... I don't think he's, I, I don't think he's great, I think he's good, he might be, you know he, he, we might be looking at a Dak Prescott uh, caliber quarterback which is good, but it's not right at the top.
1: Well, you know, I, I'm really surprised this guy, and uh, I, I was, you know, I, never, I thought he was very capable and stuff, but I never really thought that uh, this guy in Detroit would be, you know a, a big time winner quarterback, he just and yet, whenever you th- think the guy doesn't have anything, he pulls something off, I mean, he He's, he's he's resourceful. I'll say that for him. I mean, remember,
4: it, remember, he was the number one pick in the draft, and, and I, I never
1: could understand that either. But and
4: and he was a big disappointment to, even though he was good at times with out in Los Angeles, he was a big disappointment to them. Um, and he got in the right place with the right coaching, and and they re they rehabbed him. But he was a reclamation project. they yeah. they, they not only had to get his, you know, fix some of the skills and the mechanics and all of that, but they had to rebuild the guy from a confidence standpoint. And and, and they did. And that's that it's one of those things that I think is is worth remembering when we uh, when we look at Justin Fields. I you know, I don't know what discussions they had with the new offensive coordinator, but if I were interviewing him, I would be saying, "What's your plan with Fields? What's your plan if I draft uh, Caleb Williams?" And uh, because I want to know if somebody, if somebody wants to come and make me an offer that's even better, that fleeces the, t- the other team more than, the, uh, than last year's offer for the number one, I want to know if that's viable or not. I want to know from my offensive coordinator if he can make this work or if he's going to say, no, 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 you better not pass on Williams because we just don't have the well, We the
1: went box. from a mentality in the fandom world when Baltimore won the Super Bowl the last time. We went from a, a mentality that if you have a, a terrific team and the quarterback is capable and doesn't screw up and just does what he's supposed to do, that all of a sudden you, you can win a Super Bowl. Well, now it's, if you don't have an elite quarterback, you can't win a Super Bowl. But then again, the idea is now to the point where if you have this, quote, elite quarterback, it doesn't matter who else you have. And you and I are way closer to sports than that. I mean, I the you know... The, the goof uh, goof, goofballs, the guys I hang with, my buddies. Uh, we're talking about how, boy, he... They're Mah- goofballs. Yeah, okay. well, they're goof goofballs. Balls. I mean, why, Mahomes did this, Mahomes did that. And I said, yeah, he's really got this Kelsey guy. And, he, and he, I said, what was the last time Kelsey had a block, a defensive end, because the tackle couldn't handle him? What do you mean? I said, he's in the pattern every play. The Bears, the tight end guy, is in half the time blocking. How the, How could Kelsey catch well, a he pass? he
4: still caught 73 passes, so...
1: Well, okay, but I'm saying, uh, you know, when it comes down, when it comes down to it, a back has to stay in, or a tight end has to stay in, because people are getting beat. These other teams, the tight end is always in the pattern when you need them in the last drive, and the Bears and the other some of these other teams that don't have the O line, that, that's what that's what broke Tampa Bay down in the last couple minutes of the game. They they couldn't protect the guy, right?
4: Yeah, no, I, no I, I agree with you that uh, they need a lot more players. That that's why I said you better be able to answer the question: Is what if I can get this incredibly good deal from people and just continue to load up on draft picks? Is this guy? Is this the guy who can make it work? Um, you know, and uh, with with Justin Fields, and I think that's that. You know, that's an answer worth. Uh, well, but uh, it's also real. Real quickly, I, I there was an interview earlier in the season. It was on. It was a Milwaukee interview, um, Milwaukee based interview about Jordan Love, and it was with an NFL scout. And if you remember early in the season, Jordan Love was he he had some moments, but he also had some really bad moments. And this this guy said, if you want to look at a young quarterback. And evaluate him. You should evaluate him based on when he's at his best. You want you want to know how good he can be, and then once you know that, it it is then up to the quarterback and his coaches to get that consistently. Um, that you know that's what you need to accomplish. And so the quarterback's got to put in the work. The coaches got to work on all the right things from mechanics to confidence, to, you know, leveraging you know good play calling that and, and, and game plans that use what the quarterback does well and don't ask him to do things he can't do, um, all of those kinds of, and there may be things a guy can't do that maybe two or two years down the road he can't, so you work on it, you continue to work on it, but you don't you well, know game plan. We, got, we
1: got a dash here, but this, this is no strain on the brain to you and me. If you got a left fielder that can go get a ball that nobody else can get, that once in a while drops an easy one. He can learn to not drop the easy one. Nobody else could figure out how to go get the one he only he can get.
4: Yeah. And and so I, I think that's I think that's where you go. And I, I think that's true of Justin Fields. So if you look at something like the Denver game where what he'd complete like sixteen in a row, you know, that is his peak performance is can I can he team with a coach and the two of them Make that when you closer get, to when, the they get, when they get but the same is true of Caleb Williams, by the way. He's, but, but he's th- capable of spectacular things, and so if you think if you think that's the way to go, you still have that that same mission.
1: I would I would concentrate on getting three or four of the t- of the five offensive linemen in the top twenty in the league, and then worry about your quarterback. And it might still be Fields if he's here, or you go get somebody else.
4: Well, it, it, yeah, you go get somebody else, but you you also have in, in that case you also always have the concern that you're not going to get a crack at one of those guys that if they if if he really is if Caleb Williams really is a genera- a generational talent, um, you know, do you want to grab him?
1: Well, up? we had we've had uh, we run over here for Russell, but uh, go back to our day, Jim Plunkett, landed up on a crummy team. He was he was. Bad news. He was this and the other thing, and all of a sudden, years later, he ends up winning a Super Bowl for somebody at a decent team. Same thing. with who was the the big black guy for uh, um, Eagles? All he could do was run. Blah blah blah. Just proves blacks can't play quarterback. All of a sudden, one year he wins a Super Bowl on a decent team when he's older. You know, right? What's yeah. isn't uh,
4: Or or you can you can go down the uh, you know down the uh, line to you know there, there's a lot of guys that once they get out to their sixth seventh year. All of a sudden, were very good because they had the experience. So, yeah, I, I'm not discounting that. And I, I, you know, look, whatever the Bears decide to do, I think it will. It can. It has a chance to work really well for them.
1: The well, same thing um, could happen with Archie Manning, except he got the crap beat out of him so bad in in New Orleans, he wasn't able to go anywhere else.
4: Yeah, I, I, I just think you know, you, you have to be prepared for somebody who really is willing to be fleeced. Yeah. go up and get Caleb w- Williams because they don't have a chance. I would agree. And that doesn't mean that the uh, Bears couldn't go draft uh, you know, with their own pick, go draft somebody like a Bo Nix or somebody like that have two guys on the roster and uh, let the best man win. That's been done before too.
1: Don't disagree. Well we got a dash, Kevin. Russell's waiting in the wind. ESPN feeder's up 26. Nazavier's up 148. We're going to have a very, very quick break and bring back Russell Rose. He's going to explain all this to us.
7: 3456. That's 708-349-3456. Or visit my website at myhomesourcerealty.com. That's myhomesourcerealty.com. Stocks. Jocks, jocks. Stocks and jocks. You are out of control. Right here. Right now. Right here. Right now. Right now.
4: There's something happening here. But what
1: it is ain't
4: exactly clear.
1: Hello, Northpac Station Jacks. I'm Tom Allen and on the board. SP Futures of 27. As if heres are 153. Do we have the uh, professor?
5: I'm here. How are you, bud? Happy Sorry about be being you. a little late, but was okay. uh, Kevin was That's being. All
1: right. What, uh, you-, you see what your buddy uh, Terry Bradshaw just said? Oh, no. Really? A re- no, I asked. No, he what well, he just said. A Reporter asked oh, Terry Britton. I didn't say he croaked.
5: I, I, yeah, no, I was I, I swear that's what I thought you said. I was like, wow.
1: A reporter Wait, asked. Ter- what
5: did he say? What did he say? Let's be positive.
1: A reporter <laughs> asked Terry Bradshaw if his seventy-four team could beat the current Steelers team. He said yes, but the score would be close, maybe ten-seven. Guy says, "Why such a close score?" He said, "Well, most of us are over seventy. <laughs> Just saying. That's
5: fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I will say that uh, he was in, the, in that that part of football that that era in the seventies mm-hmm. was uh, in, in one man's opinion was uh, was was very unique. And it was it was a big changeover period. In, in, in kind of in what respect? I don't know if you remember back that that long, but uh, it, I mean, the seventies teams I think were were ver- much closer to the today's teams than any of the teams before that for for, kind of, for one main reason. That's where
5: there started to be somewhat of a transition on how they would do things. Coaches started to do different stuff. You
7: know,
5: um, it used to be you know, very... You never really saw anything unique before the 70s, I guess. Eh, I'm not
1: yeah. so sure there's any new plays after the 40s, but that's another... What I'm, it's, for the first time, it became a full-time job. Oh, the guys didn't have to go sell cars in the off season. Yeah, well, they used yeah. to show up at, at training camp pretty much out of shape. That's why there were six exhibition there were six exhibition games and fourteen regular season games. Now we're what three and seventeen. Uh, the idea of people being doing this all year long and lifting weights in January, February, in March that wasn't happening. You know, mini camps and that stuff. You, you basically said goodbye in November and didn't see anybody at training camp. Mm-hmm. And. uh... You know, it's not like the, the people were that much different and the genes were that much different. It just was one's a full-time job and one wasn't. Uh, it's a big difference. Yeah. Um, and that, that sort of happened in the 70s. But the 60s, it was not like that at all. I mean, it mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, you had less teams and everything else. But uh, the Steeler teams are probably one of the f- first teams I would remember saying had somewhat of a snowball's chance in hell playing against a team today because they were full-time. Um, you know, I can see that. Just, just yeah. What do you make of uh, the uh, vicious inflation fight that the uh, that the Fed's putting in uh, in the economy? When oh, by the way, the last two months since what's his name got up in front of everybody and basically told him he's not going to do the inflation fight. We're up almost 160 billion dollars in money supply.
5: Yeah, that's not that that that's definitely not doing anything about <laughs> the inflation fight. Uh, it might be helping helping the other side of the inflation fight a bit.
1: Yeah, um,
5: uh, you got. I I don't know if you saw. You know, I, I know there's more money being being passed around all of a sudden, um, but I don't know if you saw how much shipping rates have gone up around the world based on what's going on in the Red Sea.
1: Well, you know, and, the, and
5: you can't tell me that stuff's not going to get passed along as well.
1: Well, it it also you, if you if you read the the bottom part of the article, the shipments from Asia to here directly have actually gone down, or they haven't gone up at all. So it's Mm -hmm. a really, it's an America plus type deal. It's the Western Hemisphere plus Mm -hmm. type deal because all of a sudden our oil exports are increasing, all kinds of stuff is increasing from here because it doesn't have to go through the Suez Canal. Which makes you kind of wonder, what's what's our motivation really to to stop all these goofballs from...
5: uh, I I think for the greater good we're trying to stop these goofballs. Um... We lost a couple of guys trying to stop these two So yeah, but let, well, let, let's believe we're really trying to do it.
1: Uh, it it's kind of hard for me to to not. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how you just. I mean, in this day and age, why once why you make these guys get in a convoy and just and have a, a frigate on each end and a couple coast guard ships on the side, I, I think you'd do okay if you really wanted to.
5: I um, I, I know this one's a stretch and everything, but. A lot of what they're shooting at them are little, are are, you know, drones. Uh, can't they can't they finagle something like they did back in in Britain during the Blitz, where they put things up to try and catch planes you know, flying <laughs> flying right. by? It, it seems to me that the, that you could stop a drone with a giant net. Um. Yeah. I, actually, and what mean by that is, is somehow having it you know on top of the boat. Um, although I know those, those I, I say both. We're talking about you know something that's bigger than a few football fields. But I just I feel like there, there's there's got to be uh, some simple logical way to to try to defend little big drone attacks
1: I was a uh, um yeah, I mean I'll, I'll probably dig into that a little bit tomorrow with, with Lou. But I have a question for you because you're our our international money guy. I don't know if you know that or not, but you are. I was reading okay. this article last night, and I don't think I sent it to you, but it had to do with uh, uh, Russia buying all these and our, what do we have the Patriot missiles or the ones that knock the things out of the air, uh, the other guys' missiles and evidently perfect, yeah. and evidently our missiles have been very successful in the Ukraine knocking down Russia's, whatever their their, their missiles are called But uh, mm-hmm. and now they're talking about uh, uh, they're going to start importing them from uh, North Korea, and whatever kind of missiles they got a name for those things, and and uh, I'm I, I'm curious. I mean, I I don't know. In this, in this world, we're supposed to know everything yet. We don't seem to know anything we really want to know. It's kind of weird. Uh, but now, North Korea people think that their missiles aren't going to be any better than the Russian guys. They will be able to knock those out. To a matter of fact, they might be worse. But evidently, North Korea is is is, is on. Thinks they're going to be producing like thousands of these, of these things, and they're Mm five—they're five five million a pop. Now, you know, I'm I'm not—I'm not—I never worked in treasury at Pullman or something, but I know a little bit about (laughs) cash cash flow. How the hell does that guy? I'm not saying that he can't sell them to somebody at five million a pop. Okay, but Mm -hmm. the the components pick a number. Say, say the thing is 5 million. But they they say if you start to make more of them the cost will come down. Let's say 4 million a pop. The components have to be being bought by somebody. And, and 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 let's let's say the components are half that. I mean a railroad car you bought 65% of the stuff you assembled. This let's give this guy a break and say half of it you're buying from somebody else. There's got to be pieces in there that are amazingly expensive. The computers and the, the guiding devices, the name, whatever, whatever whatever's yeah, in there. But how? Not not only who the hell does he buy them from? Because I don't think they're making them. and and, and how, how does he how does he float the cash? I mean, you can't tell the other person if they're buying two million dollars a pop. Don't worry, I'll pay you when the Russians pay me. You, you, I don't think that would work. How how does, how does the guy manage his cash flow?
5: Uh, they manage their cash flow. I, I've seen a documentary on this. Uh, they there's a lot of illegal. I mean, they, you know, they talk about fentanyl coming over here from China. I you, you gotta assume that North Korea has something to do with it. Um, but they're they're involved in a lot of different you know cash based illegal businesses around the world. So that's where some of it comes from. Probably not all of it. But you got you got to figure that you know Russia. Might actually be paying them in oil, and Russia can ship them the oil, and they can sell that off or whatever ahead of time. So I think there's a lot of barter and a lot of a lot of things like that. Um, I remember growing up, I always thought this was fascinating. That apparently, uh, when Russia imported Pepsi, uh, they were actually trading vodka for it sometimes. I don't. I mean, and, I. And so, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying so to do a. a and, and what I mean by that. Kinda, Goofy point there that I would thought was kind of cool was I think they have ways of, of circumventing you know these things with the biggest exports that they have.
1: All right. Well, I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to I don't know why I'm trying to and split hairs here, but, I, but I'm trying to split hairs. Uh, what I'm saying is if, if if I'm if I'm making automobiles, okay, and, and, and whatever I'll, I'll, be, I'll be better if I'm making Toyota pickup trucks uh, suitable for putting a machine gun on the top like the ratkin Patrol. I don't think... I'm going to say it would be difficult, okay, but not impossible for me to sell those to the Hooties, okay, and get paid for it. But they might actually (laughs) hijack a a tanker of oil. And I guess if I'm Russia, they could give me the oil and I'd give them the pickup trucks, okay? We we, we can do Mm -hmm. that at some level uh, in a barter. And I think that's what you're talking about. But what I'm trying to do is, is... is is pull one step back? I'm trying to produce the pickup trucks. Now right. I have to go buy the motor from, let's say, Toyota or someplace. Where the hell I'm buying it from? Unless I'm making every single part myself. But even then, then I got to buy the steel and all the other stuff, the electrical parts. In other words, some some place somewhere, there's a process well, here. All,
5: they, they've got to be getting all that from China because there's nowhere else that you know nobody else that would deal with them on that stuff. Right, so, and well, I'm
1: the trying to get China's
5: getting... China's getting a lot of the stuff that, that we've tried to sanction uh, through buying completed products that have the chips that are sanctioned and stripping them out. All
1: right, but I guess my question is, is uh, China waiting... Is they're, j- they're just handing these guys the $2 million a piece of the missile, or they're handing them the motor for the Toyota pickup truck, and don't give a rat's behind when they get paid? Because Now I have to assemble it, i got to find Russia desperate enough to buy them, i got to find... Russia handed me a a, a a a tanker of oil which I can't use, and I got to sell that some other place where they're going to send me. Ca- this is when's China to get paid? Two years from now? Are they they're willing to do that?
5: Oh, I, I severely doubt that China's waiting to get paid two years from now. I'm saying I don't, uh, I, don't I don't think these guys I'm have t- any
1: cash for the production, is what I'm saying.
5: Oh, I don't think they have a terrible amount of cash, but they do. They are involved in a bunch of illegal uh, cash trips and businesses around the world.
1: I'm a, i am know I'm being a, a, pain in the ass here, but yeah. if somebody were to say to you, because this happened to us in the real business, and
5: you you know we 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 send money around the world to a lot of bad actors. That's true, <laughs> but I, and yeah, some some of that may be working its way into to North Korea as well.
1: Well, I'm kind of I'm trying to kind of drive home a weird point here because as, as you see businesses go out of business, it's not because a lot of times it was a bad idea, or not because they didn't quote make money. It may be uh-huh. it, that they couldn't handle the the, the uh, expansion cash-wise. In other words, at Pullman, when they said, "Okay, what if what if you doubled your rail car production next year?" Somebody would say, "We can't do that. Well, our, our, our lines of credit are 50 million, and by the way, we're yeah. at 45. We'd have to borrow another yeah. whatever." And so I'm saying, it's the cash needs that usually are the problem, and it and i especially with these countries that are even out of the swift system they can't write you can't write them a check can you
5: no you cannot write them a check you can probably do some things uh, using the different blockchain you know systems that are out there in this day and age but um not, i got you know these are these are national governments that have control over every aspect of everybody's life in their you know, That's true. in their country um you know they they can use slave. La- you know their their labor cost is probably very low.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I
5: do. My understanding is North Korea has a lot of uh, natural resources as well. That uh, that the, they're a big supplier of a lot of natural resources to China. So that might be where some of the money's coming from up front.
1: Well, it's uh yeah, it's. I mean, you you do wonder when when you see an article and they say. The, they look to export, you know, thirty thousand of these five million dollar missiles the next year, and I'm going, wait a minute, wait, <laughs> how, how the hell do you do that? When you, when you, when you, when you can't even keep the power on in the place, you know. I mean
5: But well, that's you know, if you if you've got the capital in place to to either keep the power on or make a bunch of really expensive missiles, you can make a bunch of really expensive missiles.
1: Um, all right, shifting gears on you. If if I'm right, and the Fed has turned the this, spigot this back on. They start doing $100 billion a month and they added money supply. What do you think the world looks like a year from now? The financial world.
5: Oh, goodness gracious. I mean, we'll, everything will just be, you know, a peachy cane. Okay. For the short term. Um, you know, that will just prophesy I Yeah, I, I, I actually I saw um, Howard Marks from Oakmark speak last night. And uh, he, he pointed out that, you know, A a, a thousand, you know, a a signal that's batting a thousand with respect to who the next president is, is was there a recession in the two year, you know, the final two years of a first term president's um, presidency? And, um, you know, it it always signals that you don't get elected the second time around. You got to wonder if there's, you know, if if Powell's looking around and going, man, I don't want to listen to Trump for four years.
1: Well, and,
5: you know, Helping us avoid some sort of recession, just not necessarily get Trump or Biden reelected, but to keep Trump from getting elected.
1: Yeah, uh, boy, I just hope six months. There might be
5: there might be some of that. I I use I I usually just discount the election year stuff, but things are so polarized right now that you got to figure anybody that has any ability to influence things in one direction or another and has an opinion about it is gonna use their ability to influence things one way or another. I would agree. Not may, maybe not even consciously.
1: I would have given it four years ago less than ten percent chance that the same two guys ran again. And I guess I'm gonna be wrong again.
5: Uh, I I'd say it's fifty fifty that they both you know that that they're who we're talking about in September. Really? Yeah, I don't know if you know if, if if I'm falling for press stuff or what, but uh, Trump's starting to look Biden-like. He is. You know, we um. Hey, hey, I just figured out how to how to pick the next president. Right now, did, did, I, did I have I, I I can't remember who I talked to about? Uh, my school in Memphis was the last school to close. We were a De La Salle school, like downtown De La Salle. And the joke was, they would take the oldest Christian brother, and if he could make it across the courtyard without slipping on the ice, we had to go to school. Yeah, well, maybe we take we take Biden and Trump start at one end of the ice rink, and whoever can make it to the other end without falling is president. If they both fall, then we gotta we get to find two new contestants. contestants. Well, I, I
1: think he's slipping so fast that I think Haley'd be crazy to quit, right? Just yet.
5: Oh gosh, uh, yeah, and um, yeah. I, I think he's flipping very bad. I think you know, I I think unfortunately I think Biden has already slipped. Yeah. And I think a lot of the problems that we're seeing in the world right now are are due to uh, a lack of American leadership. I, I would agree. Nobody's afraid of us. And it, it, there's leadership and there's fear as well. And I really believe if Trump were president, it's not, you know, like everything would be peachy king in the world with Trump's president. But I don't think um, I don't necessarily think uh, Hamas would have done what they did. I,
1: I don't, you know, I, this whole idea that the Republicans are absolutely convinced that they're the the party of the manly men that nobody would challenge, and the, the Democrats are the girly men, and everybody in the world pushes them around. I don't think history has anything to do with that. It, it's I, not I, history.
5: It, it's more of just uh, Trump's freaking crazy man. But okay, but I, he he also <laughs> well, he said really.
1: he also trusted his own. I mean, how, did, how does the military support somebody that, say, he trusts Putin more than his own uh, CIA and his own intelligence people? I mean, his idea that these, that these guys are all good guys. I mean, he's stood on the same stage with the guy in North Korea. I mean, wh- what are we doing? I mean, I, I don't – actually, both of them, I can't even uh, – 350 million people, we don't know any better? I know. Um,
5: what's I'm uh, better, and I'm a little under the weather today. Yeah. he would be better, too.
1: Um, were you in Chicago yesterday? one
5: of of the best presidents was Eisenhower, and he just played golf every day. I can do that.
1: I don't know how good he was.
5: Uh, Well, you know, I mean, let's just say the the country was doing okay when he was president, and, you know, he didn't try to fix anything that didn't need to be fixed. Uh,
1: Yeah, he, I don't think he did, you know, he he was, he he was a guy that didn't want to make a whole lot of decisions, and... Wor- mm-hmm. the, everything was percolating along. I think he could have. He could have brought the race stuff. A few years sooner. Uh, yeah. I mean he. He. he, he I mean he basically didn't do anything on that part. It was all left to Kennedy and Johnson. Mm-hmm. I mean there, there were no there were no movements towards uh, voting rights or opening up schools or anything when He was there. Was there? That I know, I, I, mean, I don't think, think so.
5: the, I think so, I mean, was Brown versus the Board of Education in like '57? Well, it was a
1: court case, but it wasn't, you know.
5: Yeah, but well, I'm just saying that they, I think the early stages of a lot of those things were, were they were starting up under him.
1: Well, the thing that was um, was weird though. Russell, the happened. more I, I read about World War II history, and I I you know, when my I was able to retrieve my uncle's uh, Medal of Honor, who died uh, in you know going, Taking a bridge into Germany, uh, and, and Lou, Lou has been tremendously helpful, and and who actually did all who dug up the bodies years later because he wasn't buried until 48 here, mm-hmm. and they, they they had they had people that went and mostly women that if, if there was if you're taking a bridge and 200 people got killed they just put you in a common grave and took one of the dog tags and mm-hmm. uh, and then somebody's job these ladies mostly their job was after the war they knew where the graves were and they'd go and I'd dig them up and now identify the bodies Can you imagine that job uh, no uh, uh, yeah no and uh, yet none of those people were apprised of the GI Bill because they were women none of the, none of the nurses mm-hmm. none of the people who were in the the wax and the waves and all that stuff were part of the GI Bill and all the, the black people were allegedly part males were allegedly part of the GI Bill, but what good does mm-hmm. it do you to have be able to get mortgage help or get tuition help if you can't get into school and you can't get a mortgage? Yeah, I and mean, it wasn't like people didn't know this stuff in the fifties. I yeah. mean, you, you had to know it. I mean, it was, so some combination of Truman and Eisenhower. How, how is that allowed? I mean, what, yeah, I know it was a long time ago. A lot of people had from wacky different views, but.
4: How do you?
1: <laughs> okay, I don't know. I mean, how how, how could that really, possibly I, be know. allowed to stand? I mean, really? I yeah. mean, it's, it's not about. I mean, if you if you look at the GI Bill, all all the African Americans or anybody, uh, I mean, uh, I don't think we had very many Asians, but all the African Americans who fought, and a lot of them did. What? Mm-hmm. Per, what? That? That? Were they covered by the GI Bill? But what? What percentage of them went to school? I'm going to yeah. say. How, how if you're from the south, how could you go to school? Where are you going to go? I I guess you could have gotten
5: there are are a lot of traditionally black colleges in the south that have been around for well over 100 years. So, okay, I mean, you could have gone. I was just going to say, you could have gone to Jackson State, still limited, but yeah, that's limited, you know.
1: But there's no way you're getting a mortgage,
5: right? I mean, uh, well, uh, depending on the yeah, I mean. Depending on the the bank in the neighborhood, yeah, you probably could, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the best of mortgages. Um, so, you know, it's just. Kevin, I, Kevin I, said Brown versus. You know, we, I, I wasn't around back then, and it just it it boggles my mind. It, 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 it's one of those things that just kind of leaves me speechless. That that you, when you see how people behaved, you know, less than hundred years ago towards other people.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just, it just <laughs> well, as you get older, it's it's not that long ago. <laughs>
5: Right. Yeah, I know. I know.
1: Anyway, SP Futures uh, up twenty eight, and as Futures up one fifty seven. Come back. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about you know, and this is not any any kind of uh, investment advice, but some of these companies are getting pretty darn high here. Is it, is is it, is it is it okay as long as we keep pouring more money in? We just we keep adjusting, or or is it not okay? You can tell us that when you get back. We'll be right back. Stocks with Jacks. I am sure you are aware of investors that took some increased risk, such as longer-term fixed-income securities, and are now unhappy with that choice. At PTI, we have always stressed total portfolio risk awareness and tried to minimize chasing returns in a tough environment. Well, now it looks like MAM interest rates are moving more towards historical levels. Everyone needs to be aware of what that continued movement might do to your portfolio, both good and bad. We also have a stock market that seems to have stalled, at least for the short term. I think it's time oh, for everyone God. to take a serious look at their goals, their oh, risks, and their portfolios. Do they match? Yeah. If not, we can help. We have a signature protected index program. We have ways to hedge against interest risk. We can make that portfolio right for you again. Go to Securities.com or call us right now. The market can change very rapidly. That's ptisecurities.com.
7: 3456, that's 708-349-3456, or visit my website at myhomesourcerealty.com. That's myhomesourcerealty.com. Stocks, jocks, jocks, stocks and jocks. You are out of control here. Right now. Right here. Right now, right now.
1: Hello to no stocks and jacks. I'm Tom Hound, Andrew on the board. SB Futures up 27. NZ Futures up 152. We're going to be up again today, it sure looks like. Uh, Dow Futures up 158. Individual stocks in the Dow. Disney up 92 cents. Caterpillar up 267. Caterpillar has been very volatile lately, but I think it's kind of right back where it was, or maybe even higher. But it had like a $6 down day last week. United Health is up 448. Uh, Salesforce up 323. So. We're up in a few spots. Uh, Europe's up pretty strong. They have not participated the last few days as much as we have. But now today they're making up for some of that. DAX up 238, 1.4%. FTSE up 24.3%. Those are the guys have been the laggards, uh, FTSE. Uh, Caccaron up 61.8%. Asia, again, we've got a a dichotomy here a little bit with virtually all uh, Asian stocks down except for China, kind of the other way. UK down 291.8%. Alibaba's up 6%. Which is kind of pushing the Hong Kong stocks higher again with the Asian government, uh, Chinese government, threatening to throw money at it. Hang Seng up five forty-five, three point half percent. It's uh, fifteen thousand eight ninety-nine. Are we going to go back over sixteen tomorrow? Probably. Uh, Shanghai up forty-nine, one point eight percent. Yesterday in the U.S., we were actually pretty much up. Dow was down ninety-six. S&P was up fourteen. Nasdaq up sixty-five. I don't count the Dow so much. Uh, bonds down four basis points, four point one zero. 1 down 2, 2.32. Japan up 7.71. Uh, Japan's really having a change lately. Interest rates going up, market going to the moon. Uh, oil up 25 cents, 74.62. Brent up 15, 79.70. Natural gas up 6 cents, 251. Arbob on change, 220. Gold, uh, a little bit, eh, little bit more of a rally here. Uh, and the dollar being down, goes up 10.20, 2036. Silver up 52 cents. Now that's a 25% move. That's a lot. Twenty-two ninety-nine. Uh, copper up eight cents, three eighty-seven. We've got Bitcoin up seven seventy-six, pushed back over forty thousand, forty thousand zero zero five. Again, it was forty-six thousand a couple of weeks ago on the ETF news. So it's down some, but it looks like it's maybe found a floor here at least for the day. Uh, we have the U.S. dollar uh, getting whomped with the uh, euro back up over one hundred nine, 1091 and the British pound up over one twenty-seven, one twenty-seven six. And what do we got for us? Traffic, weather, sports. Not much sports.
6: Alright, it is uh, Wednesday, January 24th here in Chicago, and it's 7.39am. Starting off with a little bit of sports, uh, as I mentioned in our first half, looks like not too much to report for our favorite teams. Uh, pretty dull week, uh, but moving right into Chicago weather. It's currently 63 degrees, we've got cloudy skies, we're gonna have a high of 39 today, and some rain throughout the day, and a bit of a fog advisory. Lasting about 6 p.m. tonight to about 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. Excuse me. Wait a minute. No, I have it the other way around. It's going till 10 a.m. today, so that's going to be ending pretty soon. Uh, and over in Phoenix, they're currently at 52 degrees. they got mostly cloudy skies. They're going to have a high of 64 today. They're going to have some clouds, and they also have a fog advisory. That's lasting to the same time to about 10 a.m. today. Now, over to Chicago traffic, we have a a lot in the red today, I think the most I've seen in a long time. Uh, let's see, if you're coming in, that's uh, the inbound or the outbound on the Kennedy, all the way to about West Higgins Road to downtown is uh, very, very backed up, pretty heavy in the red. Uh, it may have been caused due to an earlier accident near Greenview Avenue, um, but that looks like it may have been cleared up at the same time. Uh, but if you're coming in on the Dan Ryan, expect delays all the way from about 115th Street, uh, Looks like uh, all around, not many major accidents to report, but generally pretty bad roads. Maybe a bit of that ice still around. To be careful out there today.
1: You gotta go faster if you're an SUV. Faster, faster if it's ice. Yeah, that's what you paid for.
6: Yeah. Well, that's all I got. Just back saying. To you, Chief.
1: Um, Russell, the uh, Chinese markets have been getting hammered. Uh, you have a better feel. I don't have a clue, honestly. Who's who possibly could be. Having issues with what's happening over there. Um, real estate markets. I think John Flanning was saying yesterday the Evergreen bankruptcy is later this month or something, with the first hearing or whatever. Uh, the other guys, the garden place, uh, they're behind them. For 15 years, everybody on TV had to talk about they were gushing about investing in China. Not a place going in a rat hole, and nobody's got a problem. I find it hard to believe. Although, there doesn't seem to be any. Major problems from people on this end that that have uh, issues over there. Maybe they saw their handwriting on the wall, and of uh, it's now a smaller part of their portfolio, and they'll be okay. Um, they claim yesterday they were going to come up with two hundred seventy-eight billion dollars from offshore places to somehow pour into the stock market. To, first of all, don't if you if you want to inflate asset prices, normally you would just put it in the system. Are they talking about Actual, that that they're beyond that. They're talking about actual stock purchases. Or what? What, what do you what, what do you think they're doing? Do you think it's going to be effective. They,
5: I mean, they they they'll strong arm private investors into doing what they want them to do. And, and there there can be some of that going on. Uh, not something you can directly do here. That but but they do have that ability to, to do that over there. Uh, it's really a step beyond something that they have been that. that they've been implementing for a while where they've really been pushing institutions to not ever sell their stocks They're, they've been forcing them to hold on and and you talk about you know nobody getting hurt on this thing uh, they I, I think last year was the third year in a row that Chinese stocks were lower'm you know, with, and, and it, with it's somebody I'm, I'm talking about I say
1: nobody getting hurt I'm talking about people from here that have been telling everybody I, I, I oh use yeah,
5: no, no. I think I think uh, yeah, where, where I'm going with that is I think they, I don't care what they've been saying. I think they've been um, weaseling their way out of China. Because if you say if, if if you say one negative thing about China, and you got any capital or anything over there, you're never ever going to be able to get it out. Um, I I know somebody that that was doing a regular business over in China where they would go over and. And do a bunch of investment courses and stuff, and they had to um, they had to do everything in Chinese. Yuan. they haven't been over there since nineteen, and they haven't been able to get any of that money out of there. So it's like a, a you know, it's like a trap. If you put any money over there, trying to get it back out. But I think over the last, so you don't want to say anything to make them mad, but maybe at the same time you're trying to you know lower your exposure to China as much as possible.
1: But I have not seen, and you don't see this now anyway. So that's why,
5: that's why I don't think anybody's gotten like truly, truly hurt. I do think there are some uh, pensions or endowments that may that, that that may have taken it on the chin with uh, you know the Evergrande and the Country Garden stuff.
1: I've read that the uh, some of the pension names I've I've heard, but I've not seen any article which doesn't mean there hasn't been one. If somebody has one, please send it that somebody, you know, we, we don't have much in the way of investigative reporting, plus I don't, I don't see how they'd find out this stuff it's not like uh, you know somebody writes an article that says here are the top 20 people in the US that have huge investments in China in a percentage of their portfolio you're not going to see, you know, BlackRock 30 billion, by the way, it's only 2% of their portfolio, or it's 30% I have heard of one of the biggest pension funds involved there and again, I don't know the percentage, I'm saying it's I'm I'm saying and hoping, saying slash hoping that the CalPERS has uh, big investments there, which really wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there have been, they were one of the few pension funds that I heard mentioned uh, that had some investment. Now, what does some mean? Is it 2%? Is it 20%? Is it 40%? I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, this, this reminds me a little bit about 2007 and 2008 and that the Fed, Appeared to have no clue whatsoever of all the money flying over here from Japan, being borrowed at one percent and two percent and being poured in the, the mortgage market here, mm-hmm. uh, it, for six percent. It was all leverage because I remember at the time, Russell, you, you weren't on the air, but if you would, I would have said, why is there such an amazing rush to to buy six and a half percent paper? That's what the mortgages were. I mean, it wasn't like it was fifteen or it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yet, if you and I put up a million bucks, and could borrow f- $200 million from from Japan at 2% and invest it at 6 I guess we'd do that all day, wouldn't we? If it's somebody else's money?
5: Oh yeah, if they're going to allow us to do that. Yeah. It just suddenly uh, fell apart.
1: Well, now, but do we think that our our Fed is is all over who, where the risks are in China and is ready to move in case it gets worse? I I would hope so, but I, nothing in recent memory leads me to believe it. Uh, you would that
5: think that they, they've got to be. Um, anybody that did a, a 2024 preview and like I was saying I heard I heard one last night even though you know we're in January but um, everybody mentioned uh, geopolitical slash China, specifically China as a big risk for the. US market this year
1: well I, I guess what I'm saying and that, is
5: and you know what and that may be why you know they feel like they've got to start adding money to the system
1: maybe well I don't uh...
5: Uh, they, they may be trying to get. Get ahead of something.
1: Well, plus whenever they add money to the system, the same 25 people make out like a bandit. I mean, you got to keep yeah. feeding those guys. There's never enough, right? It just seems right. like, I mean, w- if, I mean, I, I, you know, I was on the trading floor when the Argentinian situation with long-term capital, but they were stuff that kind of came. Well, you know, I, in those days I was an OEX trader. I was maybe, maybe slightly more informed than the average guy, but. Basically, you traded. When the, when the market was going up, you didn't ask why. You just knew it was yeah. going up or you know, down. Uh, I mean, I knew something about long-term. When it started to happen, I'd read up as quick as I could. But it clearly was not a China for two decades where every... I mean, to be perfectly blunt, people all always talk about is AI. I'm going to say the word mm-hmm. China was used more than AI for at least a decade. China, China. If you're not in China, China. Oh yeah. By the way, what's your exposure to China? I mean, that went on all day long for a decade, didn't it? So now to say that, oh yeah. no, now now to say nobody's over there, nobody's hurt. Wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> that can't be true. I mean, I hope it is, but I, how could it be? I, I never heard I ten years of long-term capital. If you're not if you're not putting your money in Russia, you're an idiot. I didn't hear that for a decade.
5: Well, I I think a lot of a lot of money has been coming out of China slowly, quietly over the past few years. So not a whole ton of uh. There, there's I, I just don't think that it's um, gonna have the kind of it's not going to have like a 2008 kind of effect, kind of impact on well us.
1: it won't end um, buildings but, but, but what about yeah. actual money I mean how many p- the, the, the dollar denominated Chinese debt let's put the let me start two two different two different things here if you and I owned a, I use, a, I use an example you'll say a button manufacturer. And 20 years ago, everybody started doing their blue jeans and all the other stuff over there, and we reluctantly found some guy from the Chinese people, and all of a sudden we got a button factory near the where all the blue jeans and everything else are being made. And we depreciate that for 20 years, and all of a sudden there's a problem, and we pull out. We're going to take somewhat of a loss, but I don't know what the number would be. But two questions. If we say, hey, China, we're out, we're selling the building for you know whatever it's going to be. Of course, who's going to find us a buyer if the if the if the people in charge don't help us out? But are they are they going to all of a sudden not help us out? Or we just have to abandon the place? Or Are we going to get a real sale and get the I, money out? I, I mean,
5: honestly I honestly believe that's what the reaction would be.
1: Okay, but now but the money wise, right if we, if we just actually lent money to Evergreen, we're not getting that money back, are we? How could we? That just got. Oh be no, gone. you're not getting that money back.
5: I I, I their bonds were trading at like three or four. Cents. Um, last time I looked at him.
1: the other guys? The other you're guys work.
5: You're not getting any money out of that. Serious.
1: Well, what's about the other place? Uh hi, good smelling garden. What's country the name garden. Of ch- yeah.
5: Uh, I I my assumption is it's going to go in exactly the same direction.
1: You know what's squirrely about that uh, that name is uh country garden. Yeah, I don't know if you read, if you remember. I don't know the actual name, but I I remember this part in the Winds of War when all the, the Jewish people were lining up to go to the, the uh, camps. Uh-huh. Well, one of the camps was had some name like that, and and the mm-hmm. people thought they were going to someplace nice. It was it was like Country Gardeners. The first time I heard that name, yeah. I thought about, oh, God. <laughs> Last time I heard that, it was a concentration camp. I, I don't know why I put those two and two together. But I, I,
5: I, I had never heard that before, but that's terrible. I mean... That's well, they didn't tell people they were going. That, to should, DACA. Be a, that should be a red flag right there. I <laughs> I don't
1: so I mean, I, I, yeah. these are there's these issues now. But if you just throw enough money in the system, that's that's what Kevin was talking about. You look at the okay. economy. If they pour money in for the next ten months, unless something really screws up, all your numbers themselves are going to be glowing. So the current administration yeah. is going to be able to say hey, the market's at record highs, this and that. What are we doing wrong? What's the matter, everybody? Uh, Now, underneath that, individual people, I think, are feeling some serious pain. God help you. If, you know, the inflation and and there'll be somebody, especially on TV, will say, what do you mean? The price of eggs is back down, the price of gas isn't as as bad as it was, and chicken's back down. Try and get anything repaired. God God help you Mm -hmm. if your air conditioner goes out now versus five years ago. I mean, it's what's it? double the price or, you know or something. Uh I, I got a car battery last two weeks ago. Uh four years to the day, the guy told me he paid sixty nine dollars for the one that was in there. He's paid one eighty for this one. So my price was two twenty something. The guy would charged me forty bucks to put it in, which is nice of him. Uh mm-hmm. that's I mean what do you I mean uh the cars, air conditioners, you name it, any any kind of repair it's gotta be at least double what it was two years ago. I mean, maybe not quite yeah. double. It's, so
5: no, I'm, I'm I'm thinking to a recent experience. Yes, you are correct.
1: So I mean, the the, uh, the idea that people are being talked to and that that it's not here, it's here. I mean, it's and it's continuing. No, it's, on.
5: Uh, it's it's here in pockets, but and and I re- and I think the reason that another round of it is coming, another round that they can't cover up is coming is just because not necessi- I didn't even know the money thing until you told me that today but it's just um, all the supply chain disruptions around the world you know somebody's got to pay for that
1: well when is it when has there, there not is. been a supply chain disruption in and, and one uh, I feel like
5: it, don't you feel like it's a little bit more significant when it's when things are being you know when boats are being shot at of course it's the ones that are going to Europe but still
1: well they, it's a, uh, the ones from the the rates from Asia to here are actually down A little bit okay. okay and
5: yeah and there's uh, there's less stuff going between those two spots you know it
1: takes like uh, 20 some days to go around the bottom of Africa and tanker a, a t- tankers only go mm-hmm. like eight eight knots Ugh, that's slow
5: no but but you're consistently going
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, but the other ones the the I think the container ships go faster tankers I guess are real slow they're huge though I mean
5: oh I'm sure that well yeah they're heavy I'm, I'm I would assume they're very heavy.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> the, relative to the container. You know, the weird part is, it takes you twenty some days. Now you got people on board the thing; you got to pay them, uh, and of course, you know, it takes gas to go around there. But to go through the Suez, Suez Canal for a tanker is like a half a million bucks. It's not like it's yeah. free. So I mean, you, you, you get that back <laughs> at least, right? Yeah. By, by going around. Um,
5: yeah, I wonder. You know, I've seen people talk about the extra gas cost and stuff. I wonder. Uh, you know if you if you reduce I, I, I wonder if it if it's really that much more expensive when you when you take that part out
1: well it, it but you also need your your uh see you're you're not you're you're a professor and a market uh-huh. analyst and, a, and an expert on the vix uh, it's all about now you you lose that tanker the turnaround time instead of 15 days is now 80 so you're you're your supply of tankers just dropped by 30-40% mm-hmm. because they're in transit. Yeah. So it, 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 that's a big problem. If all of a sudden all of them got to, let's say not all of them, because half of them are going back and forth between here and Asia and other places, but if you take 25% of all the tankers in the world and instead of having a 18-day turnaround, how long it takes you to get through the Suez Canal. It's now an eighty-day turnaround. That's a problem. It's, mm-hmm. it's like it's like you lost ten percent of your tankers. Yeah. So th- so that's an issue.
5: No. I, so that becomes a big yeah. know. all it all it,
1: it all becomes an issue when you know it's not an issue until you really look at it, but then it's an issue, right? Yeah. And but you know I don't know I don't know how much because uh, uh, the the pipe are the pipeline from Russia still operating through Ukraine and all those places I don't even know.
5: I. You know they. Didn't they blow one up in the North Sea back at the beginning of that war?
1: Yeah, that's right. I don't think that's fixed. When they when say they, yeah. <laughs> some people think we. Yeah,
5: well, I know. Somebody, they, you know. They, we, what's that. the difference, huh? You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. What, uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, what, what, do, you, what do you make of, uh, what last question on valuation of the market. Again, this is not, how high can the individual stocks go? I, I did some, some calculation last night on, Netflix. Mm-hmm. And this is not this is not investment advice. You can do this in twenty minutes, uh, just by going on the internet. I've got them as of uh, last night. Well, that was my piece of paper. Uh, I got them at like uh, fifty times earnings, which you know Netflix has traditionally been a high PE thing. But now again, they're 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 no longer you know uh, a new company for God's sake. They've been around no. forever, and I've got them pushing uh, seven times revenue. Now, they're not 10, 11 times like some of the other ones here, like the Lulu's and the NVIDIA's and those kinds of places, where 10 has always been my real danger sign, but still for a a mature retail kind of place, I guess you can call it that, uh, 7 times revenue is a little pricey. But I'm not so sure I short it today. I mean, I'm glad I didn't short it last night. Last night it was up for 20, and I thought that was kind of far. Now it's up 50. But, I mean... We're reaching the stage where, you know, 540, 640, 840, what's the difference? Well, uh-huh. th- sometimes sometimes the day comes when there is a difference. Um, and the kind of a, an add-on question is, I was mentioned to Kevin earlier, the Fed is in a position where they're pumping money into the system, but they're also letting their balance sheet go down which means they maybe are not going to jam it up right right up your behind if you actually short these bonds I, I see a possibility Russell at the end of the year uh, short term rates from the five and a half percent being four point seven four and a half and long term rates that are four being like five and a half or six and I think you see a lot of pricing of your, op- of your stocks more off the longer term rates and if longer term rates go from four to six I don't see how stock prices don't adjust to the downside, but I, I've been surprised before. I, I don't see how that happens, but maybe it will. I and mean, what do you see there? I'm not trying to lead the witness. Just what i just just what you what I've seen in the last few days by looking at these numbers.
5: Uh, I'm, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs>
5: I'm still trying to, i I'm, I, everything always pushes much higher than you ever think it would. You know it's, it's the the most difficult thing is is trying to you know to guesstimate that one you know I, I get the question uh, about you know we talk all about how to value companies and all that kind of stuff academically and then you get the question well you know how do you decide to sell and you know the, the sell decision is not about how expensive something is it's almost like you, you got to put a lot more market psychology into that one
1: and but how much more?
5: Unfortunately, uh, well, yeah. Unfortunately, I, I just think what you do is you write it until it breaks the trend. Well, you
1: have to be. Yeah. You have to assume that you're going to get the memo and all the other people. I mean, the the assumption with everybody who's allegedly a big time manager is they will mm-hmm. see the handwriting on the wall and they'll get out in time. I don't see. Yeah. I don't see anybody unless you're privy to the Fed notes. I don't see anybody who's who, who's on that mailing list that we know.
5: Yeah, no, we're not on the list. That's why you got to watch the price action.
1: But I mean, you're that's talking that's not, I mean,
5: really that. But you're talking, that's addit- that's you're talking about attitude. You're yeah. talking about attitude. I
1: mean, if you and I yeah. were to say on an academic stage, anytime you know, I'm just picking numbers out of my behind here, anytime um, revenue on a mature company, anytime revenue per, per share gets over ten percent, you got to lighten up. At eleven percent, you got to get out. Okay, now yeah. we both know they could easily go to thirteen, fourteen, and and now if you're one of those who looks at the screen and says, "Look at the money I gave away," you're going to be you know somewhat suicidal. If you're like my grandfather, <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah. like my grandfather who said never be afraid to leave a little something for the next guy, he wouldn't worry about it. Mm-hmm. So it's a question of which which camp you're in. I mean, it's if it, uh, you
5: got you got to be in the uh, I'm okay, you know. I'm okay not selling the absolute top, but nobody is. <laughs> I mean, if you're not, I mean, uh, well, I, you got you got to learn you got to learn that that's okay. And I think the the issue is, um, I, I think it takes twenty thirty years of being in the markets till you really t- kind of start to figure that out and be kind of cool about it.
1: Well, yeah, it's a yeah. It, it comes down yeah. to I mean, if, if you have had you know Russell Inc in your portfolio forever, and you sell it at fifty and it's at fifty two. For whatever reason, you're still watching it. Okay. okay, but if.
5: No, you don't do that.
1: But you know, if you've got <laughs> screens like yeah. me, I mean, with these screens in front of me would several hundred stocks on there, because those are the stocks that my people have. Mm-hmm. If you sit there and go, oh man, like this morning, Micron's up 123. God, why didn't I buy some of that last night? I'm a bleep. Or look, look at this Netflix. Why wasn't I long? Or or, or, or why why wasn't I, why wasn't I short Procter and Gamble? is down ninety. If you start doing that to every single stock on the screen, you might as well walk in front of a train, right?
5: Oh, I know, and, uh, and and that's the you know that's that's the stuff that I've so gotten away from.
1: Yeah. Well, the uh, how's school? Give me it, a quick it, quick how's school.
5: Long, it takes a long time to get there.
1: How's yeah. school? And how's the. Uh,
5: and how's the, School's how's the good, dog's good. I'm I'm down. I'm I'm at school today, uh, so I, I can't give you an in person update on the dog, but I have spent a lot of quality time with the dog and she's doing awesome.
1: So you, you heard about the ice storm when you got out of town?
5: Uh, it, absolutely.
1: God, it was brutal yesterday.
5: Absolutely. It was just, nasty. Yeah, I I mean I I actually drove down yesterday about uh, left Whoa. about four thirty, and um you know kind of beat all of that.
1: Oh, in the morning, yeah, you probably did because it did you yep. really start. I
5: got out just ahead
1: of it. Well, good for you. SP Futures up 24, Nasdaq Futures up 134. Russell, be good till we see you. Be good forever, but be good for sure till we see you. Be right back tomorrow morning, Stocks and Jocks.
3: Stocks and Jocks is brought to you by PTI Securities and Futures. Go to PTISecurities.com. PTI ProDirect, trade for as low as a penny per share and a dollar per option contract. Learn more at PTIProDirect.com. Nadex DAX Research. Tune in for David Andelman's technical analysis on Mondays and Thursdays and call 1 800 821 4968. Stocks and Jocks is brought.